Let me tell you about Echelon. I don't know about you, but I work uh, I work hard and I don't work out. And uh, <laughs> I mean, look at this. You, I mean, I know it's a shock. I know it's a shock. Stunner. To you. Yeah. I'm actually I know I know I'm actually when the house is finished. Uh, anyway, uh, Esh- now never mind. Echelon brings the gym to your home when you're trying to reach your fitness goals. It can help to have instructors and a community of members who can give you that extra push. And Echelon gives you that their fitness app provides you with thousands of live and on demand classes with great music from your favorite artists. You can work out anytime, day or night and crush your fitness goals. And it's affordable. Affordable workout equipment like stationary bikes, smart rowers, and auto-folding treadmills. Get the uh, special podcast offer from Echelon now for a limited time only. Get your 30-day risk-free trial with Echelon's EX3 bike for a buck. Do it now. Check it out at echelon.com slash back. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N dot com slash back. Echelonfit.com slash back. Today, we're going to try to bring you some perspective on the news. This hour, we're going to focus on two things that are becoming very, very dangerous to you and your family, our way of life. And when I say dangerous, uh, I mean physically dangerous. You will understand by the end of the hour. First, we begin with the unions, particularly the teachers' unions. What's going on in our schools and how are the teachers' unions dealing with it and what are they saying? And then, one of the most dangerous things I have seen from the AMA. We'll tell you about that. We begin in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Do you wake up in the morning and feel like you just got hit by a truck? Do you have aches and pains that just grab your day by the horns and just control everything? Believe me when I tell you, I know what it's like. I spent years fighting my pain, mostly unsuccessfully. And by the time I got around to trying Relief Factor, I had hit rock bottom, hoping that eventually, maybe one day, I would have a pain-free day. But it was awful and bleak. But I got my life back because I listened to my wife. And she told me, try Relief Factor. And that's exactly what she sounds like. It's weird. Um, well, she told me, uh, I'm not going to listen to you whine anymore unless you try everything. And I'm like, it's, it's like ibuprofen. That's what I thought. It's not going to work it, because I thought that because it reduces inflammation. The ibuprofen never works for me. Uh, however, I don't know what relief factor is, how it's different or what. It's all natural and it does work for me. And it works for me every single day. Relief Factor is not a drug, but it was developed by doctors and 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. You can order the three-week quick start now for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com.
Well, hello, Stu. How are you? Really good, Glenn. How are you? Good. How was your weekend? Do anything in exciting? Anything informative? Uh, stopped the genocide in the Middle East single-handedly. Did yeah. you really? Flew, good flew for over you. There. Yep. I was I was hoping somebody would do it. Yep. Uh, uh, but uh, I think we're all set the, now. Oh, good, good, good. Well, I know we are because, uh, as we'll discuss next hour, Biden uh, says they're really close to an Iran deal. Oh, good. Uh, so that's, yeah, mm. so it's really, really good. Um, I was uh, with the um, people at Mercury One uh, for the uh, American Journey Experience, David Barton and I and his son, Tim. We led classes for two days uh, and told the overall story arc, our history um, of America between like 1600. And I think we only got to about 1940. Uh, before we ran out of time but it was it was informative i'd love to hear from people who attended um this uh, last weekend and what you were left with and what your thoughts were a lot of families were there with their kids it was really a cool thing this is something we need to do we need to educate ourselves um because our kids are being indoctrinated in our schools and you know randy weingarten she is the uh, she's the president of the uh, the uh, American Federation of Teachers, and she went on a she went on a whirlwind tour to try to make sure that everybody knows the teachers unions. They're they're good. They're wonderful. So she was on C-SPAN and then they opened the phones. I want to give you a few clips of what people were saying to Randy Weingarten. Miss Weingarten, I'd like to ask you why you think a pandemic is the reason to reimagine our education. And basics would be nice. The public schools have failed these children before on the education basis, let alone all this social re-education. A parent, hello. Hi. Yeah, I'm from Syracuse, New York. And as of the last few years, we've had under a 40% graduation rate. The... Uh part that I don't understand is how come the parochial schools and the private schools could navigate their way through this scenario, but the public schools didn't seem to be able to manage that. These kids these days, they can go to college, get some degree, you know, and then it's not, not worth anything. You know, they can't get a job. So if we really focus on a trade, that'll be a good way to path through the future because right now, I mean, come on, let's be honest. A lot of these public school systems, uh, you can't get any worse, so I invite change. Thank you. Good morning, ma'am. Nice to meet you, and I I mean no disrespect to you, but, you know, this union thing, one time in our country, a union was a wonderful thing. Now the union creates lazy, ineffective people, and it also creates children that have no education. I look at my grandchildren, it is pathetic how the teachers union and the government has failed our children. I don't see how you could sit up there and defend that. These uh, people that were teaching had no idea about child development or any of those things. Another comment, when I grew up, my teacher, my principal, my fireman and policeman lived down the street from me. We don't know them now. And, and inner city is even worse. <laughs> so they weren't happy, uh, nor were they happy uh, when, when Weingarten went on to MSNBC and uh, she was Friday night. She was on and she was trying to tell the MSNBC viewers 
that the American Federation of Teachers wants to reopen schools. Man, they want to open them so badly. Uh, but they just, ah, man, they just, you know, number one, they want the schools to reopen. Uh, but, but we don't want any outbreaks. You know, we, we want schools open and we want them to stay open. And we don't really want to be the mask police. Uh, you know, she said, Texas, <laughs> Texas made a politically motivated decision to rush to say no mask uh, mandates when we still don't have a vaccine that's OK for elementary school students. OK, I thought that wait, I thought it was because the teachers were in danger. Now it's because the schools are in danger when all studies show that kids, generally speaking, are not in danger, at least nowhere close to what it is for everybody else. And by the way, uh, Stu, can you just help me out real quick? I know we're going to cover COVID uh, soon, but wasn't there a study that came out about Texas running to, uh, you know, irrationally running towards no masks? And uh, the results of that are, are, are what exactly? Well, I believe it was some Neanderthal thinking that was going on in oh, Texas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, and it was. It so abs- talk down to me. Yeah. Absolutely reckless uh, was the. Yeah, reckless. Uh, was from uh, Gavin Newsom. And uh, Beto O'Rourke said uh, Greg Abbott was killing people in Texas. Yeah. All of this hype. And what's happened is we've had a massive drop and we have we are at the lowest rates since the beginning of the pandemic here in Texas. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And it is a I mean, it's not unexpected to me, but it was very unexpected to the left who thought this was going to be the next big wave of the virus Mm. and their opportunity to pull, you know, push through another two trillion dollars in spending on it. (sighs) And now that seems to be going away. Well, Weingarten said, you know, we have to have the vaccines, you know, uh, we, we got to have we have to have the children before the one point seven million teachers can return. You know, uh, we have to create a safe and welcoming environment. Oh, boy, we do. And she also said, and I quote, teachers are tired. They're exhausted. We have to find a way to repair and nourish them as well as families in terms of attracting and retaining our teaching force. Oh, they're tired. Oh, that stinks. Now I know some are actually working hard and really struggling to try to figure out how to, you know, do school. And uh, I know my school that my kids are in, those teachers bent over backwards for them. The school bent over backwards for the, for the kids. But I'm not thinking that is true universally, just based on the responses to our NBC appearance. Uh, students are tired. The, the students are tired. You're tired. Students are exhausted. They've been put on the back burner by teachers unions for over a year. So a virus could be used for political power gains and money and pushing CRT so they can be told their skin color is all that matters. You're shameful. Um, why do public school teachers think they're so special? Parents and students are, are, are exhausted and tired, too. Medical workers, grocery store workers need to be nourished and repaired, too. You aren't different. Uh, poor teachers. Where I live in Oregon, they got vaccinated before 80-plus uh, months ago. That doesn't make sense. And uh, many are still not back at school. My kids are getting two hours twice a week in person. When it was Zoom, it was two hours, four days a week. They must be so exhausted. I hope the teachers are okay. Straight talk. Schools should not have closed this year. 
What was always clear is now crystal clear. Accountability for the high cost of closures to children is beyond fair. And if you don't actively scorn teachers unions by this point, you're not paying attention. It's not our teachers. In some cases, it is the teacher. You know, you can't blame everything on the union. Because if the union was doing something that the vast majority of teachers disagreed with, they would rebel. You don't represent me. Uh, But they are not rebelling, generally speaking, against the teachers' union. So you do have to hold the teachers responsible. And it's a really difficult thing, but we have to. Now, there's porn literacy class at a New York private school. The uh, parents have accused the Columbia Grammar and preparatory school located in Manhattan's Upper West of attempting to indoctrinate kids with bizarre lessons. Officials at the Columbia Grammar and Preparatory School have angered parents when the juniors at the school showed up for health and sexuality seminar. They presumed it was just going to be about birth control, etc., etc. But in actuality, the students were required to sit through a lesson called Pornography Literacy, an intersectional focus on mainstream porn. The director of health and wellness at different elite prep schools reportedly used an explicit uh, slideshow to teach 120 boys and girls all about pornography. The agenda on on how porn takes care of those three big male vulnerabilities and statistics on the the gap of um, I don't even want to get into it. I I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable saying it on public radio. If this was a podcast I would say it on public radio, which is is supposed to be uh, regulated by the government, kind of like our schools. I don't feel comfortable saying it on the radio. And yet they're fine with teaching it in schools. Uh, I can't even tell you what the kids were were taught. Everyone was texting each other, what is this? Everyone knows about porn. The worst part of it, it took place not long before the AP test, and I had to miss both of my AP classes for this. By the way, AP classes, AP classes are not what you think AP classes are anymore. The new standards for the AP classes, we went over them uh, this week at the uh, American Journey Center this weekend in this, and it is shocking what is left out now, uh, just in American history. Do you know that you don't have to know anything about the founders? AP classes, AP history classes, nothing about the founders, nothing about the Declaration of Independence, nothing about the Constitution, nothing about the Civil War. None of the battles are mentioned in the Civil War. Uh, Abraham Lincoln is mentioned once, but not what Abraham Lincoln did, the Emancipation Proclamation. Uh, Not even uh, Lincoln given his life for it. Um, You don't have anything being taught about American history. World War One, not mentioned. World War Two, mentioned, but in this way. No mention of Hitler. No mention of Germany. Concentration camps, the Holocaust. No mention of the Allied and Axis. Where they pick up World War Two? At the bombing of Hiroshima. And what's required for the kids to learn in their AP history class is that 
that made many people question America's motives. Excuse me. You didn't teach about Hitler. You just you pick it up at America bombing Japan. Now, there was an outcry. So they have added uh, in the standards the word Hitler, the word Holocaust. But no advice on how to talk about that or what they need to learn about that. Just the word Holocaust and two more Adolf Hitler. That's what's happening in our schools right now. And if you think your schools are different, you are wrong. You're wrong. There was this great military veteran that has gone uh, uh, viral. And it, 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 uh, they're talking about this is your job is, is education, not indoctrination. Our nation is a republic. We are the people. We have a voice and our votes are our weapons and we will use them in 2022 and beyond. We in the military, our blood, our sweat, that is the equity. It's the courage of character, not color, not gender. What makes this nation great? Working Americans are united and we are not divided. Stop trying to incite division among us. We're Americans first and we will always be free. This was a this was a a clip from uh, the unidentified man at the Palm Beach County School Board. The audience broke out in cheers. If you're not at your local school board meetings, you need to be at your local school board meetings. Remember, teachers now, members of that wonderful teachers union, are telling people that we're just going to teach it anyway. Texas legislatures set now to ban mandatory critical race theory in school. Mandatory critical race. They are reimagining our education. That is a word that you should really be careful. If you hear the word reimagine, you need to run like it's the plague. No, better yet, you need to stand and fight like it is an army against you because that's what it is. Reimagine. I'm going to reimagine our education. We're going to reimagine our police force. We're going to reimagine our history with the 1619 Project. Hey, let's stop using our imagination. Let's start going with some hard facts, the truths and the facts that created this country. Those were the beacon to the entire world. Let's return to that. What do you say? Back in just a minute. All right, spring cleaning may not be fun, but it does freshen up the home and make everything feel brand new. Blinds.com is here to help with that process. They're celebrating 25 years of making it shockingly easy to shop for custom window treatments online with a spring into the future sweepstakes worth over $2,500. Prizes include premium woven wood shades that you can control with voice commands. At the click of a button, also a smart hub, robotic vacuum cleaner, all these things, blinds.com. That's where you go, blinds.com. It's uh, really convenient to order online. It's very, very inexpensive. It's the best way to uh, get your window treatments, in my opinion, blinds.com. Enter now, get their uh, spring into the future sweepstakes, and shop their special deals. Perfect for your spring home refresh. Stu, did you, when, when it was spring, did your... Did your mom do spring cleaning? Yeah, I, I kind of remember that from back in the day. Sure. You 
kind of remember that. Yeah. I, you are lucky. I grew <laughs> up with, my mom was insane. Mm. Our spring cleaning, honest to God, was taking everything out of the house and putting it in the, on the lawn. And then she would, we would go and vacuum and scrub and we would scrub everything so it was clean. Then we would have to clean everything as we put it back into the house. Oh. Every spring it was crazy. <laughs> crazy don't do that uh, just call blinds.com just order some new curtains uh, uh blinds.com rules and restrictions do apply blinds.com 10 seconds station id Uh, let's, uh, let's go to something else. You know, we're all being taught that, um, that gender is fluid and, uh, trans is the new, you know, is the new black, I guess the new black dress. Um, the, uh, CBS 60 minutes, believe it or not, uh, they approach the line of looking journalistic, um, kind of, uh, by at least approaching this topic of unethical gender transition clinics. Here's, uh, use cut four, please. They asked me, so why do you want to go on testosterone? And I said, well, being a woman just isn't working for me anymore. And they said, okay. So that was that. You got your prescription for testosterone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just four months after she started testosterone, she says she was approved for a mastectomy, what's called top surgery, that she told us was traumatic. It started to have a really disturbing sense that like a part of my body was missing, almost a ghost limb feeling about being like, there's something that should be there. And the feeling really surprised me, but it was really hard to deny. And so okay, we're going to pick this up in just a second. Um, and we're going to we're going to show how she was um, detransitioning. She had to reverse the process. These clinics are not held responsible. They're just it, it, nobody even wants to say anything for fear of getting in trouble about it. We'll have that and more because this leads right into the AMA. What came out. I think it was Friday of last week on the AMA should chill you to the bone. We'll talk about that. Also, what's happening to us, America? The hatreds of the 1930s are back and they're on our streets this coming is up. The Glenn Beck program. Man alive. It's been uh, it's happening fast, isn't it? Let me tell you about uh, Patriot Mobile. You know, I was um, I heard this this hatchet job on the NRA today uh, from the New York Times, and they were they were talking about you know they had five million members. Think how powerful the the NRA has been with five million members. There are millions of people just within the sound of my voice right now. Can you imagine if all of us decided to send a message to Big Mobile? We aren't part of you anymore. Now, it's easy to do. They offer the same great service Patriot Mobile does. Same great service. They're on the same cell towers. They have wider coverage than most of the big boys. They have um, American customer service that I think their customer service will beat any of the big boys as well. Uh, I Switch, please. Switch. The start... 
doing business with people who stand with you, not against you. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call them 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT, or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll get 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Don't miss it. This is the Glenn Beck Program, last night on 60 Minutes. They asked me, so why do you want to go on testosterone? And I said, well, being a woman just isn't working for me anymore. And they said, okay. So that was that. You got your prescription for testosterone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just four months after she started testosterone, she says she was approved for a mastectomy, what's called top surgery, that she told us was traumatic. It started to have a really disturbing sense that like a part of my body was missing, almost a ghost limb feeling about being like, there's something that should be there. And the feeling really surprised me, but it was really hard to deny. And so she detransitioned by going off testosterone and then went back to the clinic, and she says complained to the doctor that the process didn't follow the WPATH guidelines. I can't believe that I transitioned and detransitioned, including hormones and surgery, in the course of, like, less than one year. It's completely oh my crazy. It greatly concerns me where the field has been going. I feel like what is happening is unethical and irresponsible. Um, in some places, everyone is very scared to speak up because we're afraid of not being seen as being affirming or being supportive of these young people or doing something to hurt the trans community. But even some of the providers are trans themselves and share these concerns. Huh. So when you make people afraid to speak out, maybe unethical and crazy things happen. Who would have thunk it? Pat Gray joins us from Pat Gray Unleashed. Hi, Pat. Hi, Glenn. Uh, it's only been in the last five or ten years that the AMA and the WHO have even stopped considering it a mental disorder. Uh, up until uh, 2015, I think, with the AMA and 2018 with the WHO, it was considered, you know, you've got a mental disease. Well, it was all dysphoria. They called it dysphoria. dysphoria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't call it. I, I didn't even know that. You can't call it gender dysphoria anymore. No. That's politically no, no. incorrect. Yeah. Oh, it it it, it, it denotes God, that something is wrong and nothing's wrong with him. You know. So what's it called now? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, let me see if I can find that again because it's uh, incongruence. I think you said. Yes, it was, it was gender incongruence. Yeah. Gender. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so make that change in your heads uh, and uh, make sure that you you get the uh, right word. Uh, from uh, so it's newspeak really just get the let's just get the newspeak and we'll all be fine this is crazy and it's about to get much much worse one of the more frightening stories that i have read and remember i'm crazy you know i said marxists were in our government i said that they wanted to hijack america take our constitution away from us and uh, fundamentally transform into something that no one was defining, but looked a lot like Marxism and fascism. So take what I say with a grain of salt. Um, The AMA has just announced and just released their plan to embed racial justice 
into the medical profession. The plan slams the myth of meritocracy and promises to share power with minority physicians. Now, what does that mean? And this is this is the best part of it, by the way. The 2015-2016 MCAT score of 24 and 26 and a GPA of 3.2 to 3.9 was only good enough to gain admission to medical school for 8% of white people. But if you were black, 56% of those people got scores to get into the medical uh, medical field. 70% uh, of the time, administrators said a white person with an MCAT score of 2729 and a GPA of 3.4359 would not make a suitable doctor. But more than 80% of black people with those scores were admitted. So, wait a minute. Uh, uh, you know, I'm all for, you know, standing up against racism. Uh, but I want the doctor. I don't care if he's half hippopotamus. <laughs> if he's the best surgeon, that's the one I want. I don't want equity with my doctors. You know, I don't want it at all in science. And if you do believe that equity should be in science and mathematics and two plus two does equal five, if you can show me how to get there, I want you on the rocket that you and your team build to go to Mars. I don't think you're going to make it past our atmosphere, but good luck with that. Now, here's the other problem with this. They have released their um, plan to embed racial justice and advance health equity. It's 86 pages. It's a three-year plan to implement anti-racist initiatives. When you hear that, you know it is critical race theory. Anything that says is anti-racist is racist. It goes against everything that Martin Luther King talked about. Um, so they're they're pushing critical race theory, and I'm I am quoting. Um, they the uh, plan announces a five pronged approach embracing equity, not equality, equity. The AMA makes a commitment to embed racial and social justice throughout the organization's policies and practices and promises to build alliance and share power with historically marginalized uh, minoritized physicians. The organization promises to ensure equitable structures and opportunities in innovation for marginalized communities and minority to push upstream to address all determinants of health and the root cause of health inequities and to foster truth, racial healing, reconciliation and transformation. Okay, uh, all right. Okay, I guess. Um, The plan also includes um, the um, declaration dubbed the land and labor acknowledgement. We acknowledge that we're all living off of the taken ancestral lands of indigenous peoples for thousands of years. We acknowledge the extraction of brilliance, energy, and life for labor forced upon people of African descent for more than 400 years. We celebrate the resilience and strength that all indigenous people and descendants of Africa have shown in this country and worldwide. We carry our ancestors in us and we are continued to call to be better as we lead this work. The equity plan then slams the myth of meritocracy, saying the differences in outcome among uh, historically marginalized populations and minorities have been explained away as the results of meritocracy. Why is this a problem? 
what comes from this? You know, it's just words on a paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Pat and Stu, um, who were the first people that uh, came up with the idea of killing the unfit in Germany? Hmm. Uh, Marcus Sanger was one of the first. Mm. Uh, actually. <laughs> the Human Betterment yeah. Society yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. out of California. Yeah, there's a guy, uh, named, he was a German guy named Adolf, had a fancy uh, little mustache there. Uh-huh. He was kind of into that yeah. idea. Yeah, he was into that idea, but it didn't. It didn't uh, it didn't come into action with him or the people in the black boots. In fact, they didn't wear the black suits and uniforms. They they wore the opposite. They wore the right the white coats and the scrubs. The it was the doctors and the nurses that began the horrors of the Holocaust, the doctors and the nurses. And they were all convinced they were doing the right thing. Yeah, it was baby. What was his name? I think uh, Nauer is the yeah. Nauer, I think. Yeah, maybe yeah, Nauer. Tell the story, Pat. Uh, I believe he was um, born uh, horribly uh, disabled. And yes, blind. Blind. Uh, they thought deaf. And thought they uh, assumed he was in pain and his life wasn't going to be worth anything. Mm-hmm. And so they, they took it to the... It, it eventually wound up with the Fuhrer, actually, who uh, told them that Sent the, his doctor. the humane thing to do, his doctor mm-hmm. concluded, was to, was to put the baby uh, to sleep, was to kill the yeah. child uh, because yeah. that yeah. he's just in too much pain and his life isn't yeah. worth anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, um, <clears throat> you can watch it on Blaze TV. It's in our archives, The Black Stork. <laughs> Uh, There's only one copy of this, strangely, this film that was made in 1918 or 1917. Oh, who was in office at the time? Oh, Woodrow Wilson. Uh, And uh, it it was a movie that was shown everywhere across the country, and it's called The Black Stork. And The Black Stork is really this doctor that would bring death to these suffering children. And in one scene, uh, the doctor and the nurse have talked the parents into killing the child because it's the right thing. And as he puts the pillow over the child's uh, face to smother the baby, Mm. the baby, Jesus appears and comforts the doctor and the nurse. This is where we are headed. If you allow this craziness, this insanity of critical race theory of the world is upside down. And I am telling you, we are on the same road. Doesn't mean we end up at the same place, but the likelihood of getting to the same place has just increased dramatically. Doctors, do not allow this. Do not allow the AMA to do this. You must speak out. You you are going to you are going to be surrounded by people who will give preferential treatment based on color. You would not do that now with black people or Hispanics. You would not say, well, I got to take care of this white person over here. They come first. They're my main priority. We would never do that, nor should we. We should never see color. But that is called racist today. And don't forget the things your mother and your father taught you. Don't forget the things that Martin Luther King said and did. He was right. You know that's right. This anti-racism stuff is evil. 
It is anti-Christ teaching. Do not go down this road. Doctors, I beg you, all people who have ever been a patient of a doctor, I beg you call your doctors. You call your local hospital. You call especially anyone who gets any funding from you. You call your insurance company. Let them know you're mad as hell about this AMA declaration. And you will you demand that doctors reject this. More in a second. All right. Let me tell you about American financing. Tiffany wrote in telling us about her experience with American financing. She said, after hearing about American financing, Glenn, on your show, I reached out in regards to refinancing my courage, current mortgage as an adjustable rate because I wanted to get a fixed rate. Getting a lower interest rate in that process, I was paired with Scott, very pleased with him and his team. They stayed in constant contact throughout all of it. Um, just to let you know, they were available if I needed them or had any questions at any time. I would really recommend their team for refinancing needs. Thank you, American Financing. And Glenn, thank you for letting me know. <sighs> Tiffany has taken 10 minutes out of her day and just made the call to see if she could save money. Can you save money? It is so important that you are you are not overpaying and you are paying down the debts that you might have. American Financing. Call them now. AmericanFinancing.net 800-906-2440. 1-800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to Monday. Uh, I just want to, in case you missed Friday's show, I urge you to uh, to listen to to Friday's broadcast uh, because we had several groups that are working to push back. And if this is one of your causes, then I want you to get involved in one of these groups. We had the executive director for consumersresearch.org on it and, and on the program, and they are coming after Nike and American Airlines and Coke and many others. Any of these woke companies, they have a plan, and I think it's one that is well thought out and well executed and could make a huge difference to tell these uh, companies to get back to business and leave woke politics and politicians alone. Uh, and you can find out about their first initiative at um, consumersresearch.org, consumersresearch.org. Then we had unsilencedmajority.org on with us. Mike Davis was telling us about this. This is a group that is specifically trying to find ways to go after the cancel culture. If you want to help and stop the cancel culture, culture this is a great group to find out more about and per perhaps volunteer your time unsilencedmajority.org also if you want a, a grassroots organization that is trying to stop uh, what's happening into our schools especially with crt moms for liberty moms for liberty is uh doing that uh, and I think you can find that at momsforliberty.org. Also, the uh, last one was uh, the uh, Americans for Prosperity. 
they are actually holding town halls across the country to pressure swing Democrats and these other Republicans that are saying, we'll negotiate. We're not going to negotiate with an infrastructure package. Are you out of your mind? Americans for Prosperity need your help. You can find them at americansforprosperity.org as well. Please join these groups. Uh, and there is strength in numbers. And we really need to gather together. What are they doing to us? They're doing everything they can to split us apart. They're splitting our families. They're, they're, they are making us into Israel uh, and, the, uh, and the Palestinians. That's what's happening. And we're ignoring it for the most part. Most Americans, not you, most Americans are. And what's happening? Look what's happening on our streets to Jews. I, I, I'm talking about that and I'm almost speechless. I'm talking about that next hour standby. This 